0: I do my, there we go, We've got to turn this up, there we go, guess what, we're live and in person up here at Chuck and Don's in Roseville. Dr. Jessica Levy, Holista the is with us today too, are you putting a name tag on so you know who you are? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we got an audience here, a real live audience, and lots of great people, yay, clap, 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 yay! So they, uh, they can actually realize yeah I'm not here all by myself and with Paul <laughs> and Paul's with us today that's an honor because usually he's so high on the feed chain that you know we yeah, don't I've get got other people to do this yeah re- exactly you have people <laughs> 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 and then Alexis Thompson is here folks you want the, the pet the shore of you psychic is doing psychic for yourself or for the dog so with a in-kind donation and we're here for on behalf of new and then also on behalf of the pinky swear org because uh Nutasource has what do you want? To, I keep forgetting the proper word for it. Committed, committed to a million dollars over five years to Pinky swear, and so we're going to talking a little bit about Pinky swear too. But of course, we'll be taking your questions um, along with. Uh, hopefully, they'll have some people in the audience here that might want to ask step up and ask some questions. And being that we have Dr. Jessica Levy, you know, if you're around in the area, stop on out. We can. We're doing the show from four to six, but we'll be happy to if you want to come in a little bit after. We can stand on the sidewalk and answer questions. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so, anyway, so stop on by at the Roseville uh, Chuck and Downs right, off of Snelling. And, Paul, what is this out here? Do you know if it's, is that County Road B2 or the County Road C? A uh, Just- C. Is that C? Yes. County Road Snelling. Uh, County Road Snelling. <laughs> Snelling and County Road C. C. Snelling. C. C. Snelling. There we go. By Bye, Lee. There you go. There you go. That's, that's the way it works. So hopefully you've got some questions for Dr. Levy and for myself. And like I said, it's, it's a, a great turnout. we got um, some baskets to give away here at Chuck and Don's. Uh, I forgot to ask Angie how we're doing all that. So Angie, hopefully on break you'll be able to tell me what we're doing here. <laughs> so I don't know. But we got some prizes to give away. And uh, we got special. And then one thing that uh, Chuck and Don's is doing for one Week they are donating for every Nutrisource bag of dog food sold at the, all their locations at Chuck and Don's. They are donating one dollar to Pinky Swear, which is unbelievable. That's a Chuck and Don's got a lot of stores. I guess now they got three in Kansas. Um, I want to say um, uh, 10 or so, or eight or, in, in Denver, and then the rest of them. I think there's 20 some. More. We got to get a Chuck and Don's employee here, too. I should have came more prepared, but I was taught, busy talking to people to Stop by to Ask me questions, so I didn't get the questions that I had. So we'll have to have Chuck and Don, somebody from Chuck and Don, stop in and, and say hi. So, so hopefully you had a great week. I had a great week, and we we missed the snow beginning. We didn't get an ounce, not even a flake. How about you, Paul? Anything? Nope, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, same here. So that was really nice. Because so I'm thinking there. Oh no, please don't give it to us again. Our snow piles are not going very fast. <laughs> I'm like, come on. I'm. This has been a weird winter because. Uh, th- we haven't had enough warm with- stuff in between. We get a day of warm, and then we're in the cold box again. You know, and we—it's just the weirdest winter. It's just oh well, it is what it is. Dr. Levy, how you doing? You oh, pick up your. Oh, yes, she's not first time she's been doing a, a live broadcast, is it? I can't remember. No. have you done? Live? No, yeah, we've been at the fair before. Did you need your mic louder? No, okay. I don't think so. Okay, well, no, I mean, as far as in your your headset, you, you, you I okay? can hear everything really loudly, so I'm, uh, okay, I'm good. Well, we can tune you down if you need to. <laughs> really, can you be tuned down? No, no, I can. That brings up a very good question. You <laughs> know, a very good statement there. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of that. You know, Kate, you really don't need a mic, <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. So anyway, but we gotta. So how was, how was everything on in your Ballpark there Mr. Everything's there going great. The horses going. are shedding out. Oh, well, I know. I noticed that the other day when I went down. Yeah. Jake, I'm starting. I'm like, get the shedding blade out. It's starting to come off. So, I know, but it's still sort of sticking to the oh, old yeah. hair, so yeah. it's not quite ready. No, it's not dropping off and ready for the birds to make nests nests out of. So, today I was on Twin Cities Live on Friday, and we, it was Puppy International Puppy Day. And so, I, I thought today we talk a little bit about puppies. You know, people getting, because now they're, you know, or also the spring is for the vaccinations and such like that. So, maybe we can talk and discuss a little bit about that. Because since you're okay. the vet, you know, that, that's a big thing. And I don't know, I don't have a clock here, Polly, so I have no idea when you're going to have to slap me upside the head or something. <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, okay. And so remember, once again, we're here at the Check It Ons in Roseville. And so if you got any questions, give a holler, 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. we got a little pupper here at already Is it Haley? Haley. Haley. Haley is the dog on his cute. It looks, it's, it's uh, got a little bit of poodle, but it, it looks very, kind of schnauzerish and it looks kind of Yorkish. And honest to Pete, the face in that dog, and she is ju- just, it just, just want to just touch her. It's like, ooh. <sighs> Yeah, but she, She's got to make you smile every day. I bet you she could pee all over your house and you wouldn't care because she'd look at you and go, but mom. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is excellent, though. But, I mean, that face will get her out of a lot of trouble. <laughs>
1: That's it.
0: And then we got Patty. And uh, Larry the Mailman, who's been listening, I think, the day that I went on here. He's retired from the post office since that's why we call him the post. Larry the Post guy is because he uh, used to work for the post office and listen to the shows when it was on. It started on Saturdays. That's when he first started watching it, wasn't it, Larry? Uh, watching it, listening to it. Yeah. So it was, oh, look at that. I can tell time now. But anyway. Uh, so I want to thank those guys that stop stopped by. They, they stop by quite often. So thank you so much. Isn't it nice not to have to worry about having the pupper in a way? You know, it's just kind of like you can just kind of relax. But yeah, you can be out and just relax. <laughs> so anyway, okay, give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one. That's six five one six four one one zero seven one. And and make sure. Uh, Carly, that uh, let us know if you have got any calls there. Okay. Well,
1: we do have a caller already.
0: Oh, we do. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, then let's go to the caller, and then we'll go to Jess. <laughs>
1: okay, sounds good. We have Vicky on the line, and
0: Vicky has a question about her new puppy and potty issues. Ooh, the potty training question. Yes. First one out the gate. Exactly. There you go. And when you've got a puppy, you're gonna know potty, you have to know potty training. So how? Uh, hi. How are you doing, Vicky? Uh, Vicky. Yeah. Yes, hi. Okay. Oh, there it's we it. are. There we go.
2: Hi, Vicky. Oh, I've a- been
0: a long-time listener,
2: and I really, really need your advice. I actually have two questions. All right. I got a brand-new mini golden doodle puppy.
0: All right, boy, lots I, of energy there. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: bought her at a breeding farm out by Zumbra Falls. Okay. Um, she was kept in the house, but... Everything was was kind of kind of dirty. Yep. And um, when we brought her home, I started having all kinds of allergy problems and so did everyone else. Okay. So I did take her to a groomer and we got her washed really good and uh, a little trim and stuff and that has helped quite a okay. bit.
0: Okay. Yep. No, that's but I'm what I was wondering
2: she- if you or Dr. Levy have any other suggestions.
0: So folks say what kind of food are you feeding?
2: Okay, well they had her on uh, Purina Puppy Chow, but I'm okay. slowly converting her over
0: to pure vita. Okay, good, excellent, excellent. There you go. I know, you I know that's that's what I've always but, Okay, my that's good, that's good. You... Good. All right, that's excellent. Okay, now how how does the dog smell now? <laughs> she smells much better. Okay. How long have you had her? Uh, only five days. Okay, five days. Okay, yeah. Because what I would even, uh, to be honest with you, if she was she was kind of dirty when you got her. That you, I would even re uh, give her another bath. You, did you get her groomed up or did you just give her a bath?
2: I uh, got got her uh, snip too. Okay, to good,
0: good, good. I would some give of, her
2: wa- some of that hair off that we oh, thought good. things might be embedded and. Okay. We've been giving her baths, and the groomer suggested washing her in apple vinegar.
0: Um. And so that would help and shouldn't hurt her at all. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Apple cider vinegar is awesome. You could spritz okay. it, it's a natural flea and tick repellent, uh, spritzing apple cider vinegar. So that's, oh, that's good. Right, yeah, but just don't use too much. Otherwise, you're going to smell like you're doing pickles, okay? Yeah. You're going to smell the dog coming. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but have you only had her a week? Yeah, you've got to, you got to, that is. Uh, short of a more, better word, the stench. Uh-huh. <laughs> the stench, is that better? Uh, yeah, it's going to take a little bit and a couple things to get it, but try the apple cider vinegar. Vinegar is a wonder as far as that, okay? Any other suggestions? Just good, uh, just good, feed good. Uh, um, uh, personally, I would try, I would get her on some probiotics and some digestive enzymes uh, just for the fact that if she was that dirty, that tend to, you know, and, and feeding that um, the Purina puppy food, you know, that's Yeah, you know, I know kind of, you don't like yeah, that brand. Yeah, so so that's why, like I said, I would try to boost your system. Dr. Jess, you got any ideas? So
3: the, Go ahead. Oh, wait. She was in the middle of a sentence. Okay.
2: The probiotic, uh, what do you suggest?
3: Um, there's plenty of probiotics that are made for dogs, or if you have one that you take yourself, you can use that one as well. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and you that. probably want to have her on a grain-free food at the very least. Okay, yep. Just, just be aware that with the vinegar, you know, you can sort of douse her in vinegar and kind of work it into her fur, but I wouldn't do that too often because it's very drying. Yeah, yeah,
0: okay. yeah that's a good yeah. point, good point. So
3: she'll, she might be, you know, too itchy after that if you do it too many times.
0: Yes, okay. Yeah, I Haven't done it yet, but. Okay, good. Okay, um, you got any do, other question?
2: The, the other question is um, a little problem, and of course we're working on it, but uh, she does poop in her kennel sometimes. Okay. And, so I uh, okay. just want to make sure we're doing all the right stuff. I listen to you all the time.
0: Thank you. But thank it you. It doesn't
2: hurt for me to get a fresher, you know.
0: Yeah. The main, thi- yeah the main thing, uh, why don't we talk about that when you come back from uh, from break? Let's discuss okay. potty training, okay? All right. Okay.
2: Well, thank you. Okay,
0: yeah. Hold on. Don't hang up, okay? Okay, let's see what we're going to do here. Uh, let's see. How does a farmer count his cattle? How does a farmer count his cattle? We'll be right back. Hey, 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 we're here at Roseville at Chuck and Don. Stop on by. We're going to be giving out a prize basket every half hour. So stop in and register for that. And they're great prize baskets, I'll tell you. There's some Nutrisource products in there, some toys, some treats. And then we got a couple things that have gift cards, and I'm assuming that's a $25 gift card. And so, anyway, so come, stop on by, and uh, and you have to be present to win, so you have to hang around. But we're going to be doing uh, doing it every half hour, okay? Okay, how does a farmer count his... Cattle. Do you have any idea, oh, Paul?
4: I know. I think I know the answer. So come back to me.
0: Okay, call back to you. Do you have any idea, Doctor Jess, how a, ca- a farmer counts his cattle? No, because I'm feeling that's a trick question. No, it's not a quiz. Okay, so Pauly, what do you think? Head count. Oh, that's a good one. Do no, I get a guess? Oh, okay. I forget about you. You're not
4: oh. my face. <laughs> Wow. Thanks, Katie. Thank you.
0: I'm sorry, Carly. Thanks, Katie. I, I didn't mean that. Hey, if you remember, I have a very good memory, but it's very short.
4: <laughs> yes, yes. Okay.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. So what do you think, Carly?
4: I think they count
0: on their hands. Count on their hands. Well, that's another good one. Oh, that's one. good, too. That's a good one. But you know what they do? What? They count it with a cow uh, See, it was a trick question. I totally. Like totally. Mine Cal- better. Yeah, 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 my yeah. answer was better. A yeah. calculator. That's how yeah. they come. Boo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Okay, we're talking potty training. Yes. We got Vicky on the line still, right? Vicky, you still with us? I'm right here waiting. Oh, yay, we're here at Roseville Chuck and Don's. You should come on out. We're having a good time. Got people will listen to the show and all that fun stuff. So awesome. And a cat. And a cat. Yes, we have a cat. we got a couple dogs and everything. But anyway, okay. The big thing about potty training that you have to remember is you're going to take your dog out on a line, like a 15-foot to a 20-foot line. Go yep. to the area that you want to go potty. Not you go potty. You want your dog to go potty. Yep. stand still, tell them what you want. Go potty, go potty, get busy, get busy, whatever your word's going to be. And then, then when the dog goes, you call me, say, thank you, good potty, thank you, good potty. Don't say good girl or good boy, that gets them all nutsy in the headsy. Alright? And so then, on the maximum time, and this is where a lot of people mess up, maximum time outside to go potty is just two minutes. If the dog doesn't get everything done, you bring them back in, wait a minute or two, keep them on a leash with you, take him back out, try it again. And when, it, when it's windy, rainy, and clement, snowy, you know, dogs have a tendency to run out, splash, and then come quick, come back, and they haven't finished up yet. You think they did, and you turn your head in about two seconds, boop, there it is! <laughs> so you want to make sure the tanks are empty, and some dogs are what we call double dippers. They go out, they splash, you come back in, and then you try it again, okay? And so that's what you just got to get to get to know the, the habits of your your, your dog, alright?
2: Okay, how do you, how do you know... Uh, if, uh, There's they need to poop. Food.
0: Okay, no. The the first thing in the morning, you should always get a piddle and a doo-doo. First thing in the morning, always a piddle and a doo-doo. And you always, uh, when they first wake up, you take them out to go potty. Right when they wake up from a nap, anytime they're napping, you take them out to go potty. After about 10 minutes after they get done eating or drinking, you take them out. And then after they get done playing hard, you want to or playing, you want to take them out to go potty. Those are the main times to take them out to go potty at that age, all right? But then get to know how your dog processes the food. I usually tell people with pups... Uh, keep a list on your uh, uh, refrigerator. Like 7 a.m. out piddled, 7:05 out piddled and doo dooed, 7:15 fat, Okay, and okay. so and uh, so and if you don't don't give the dog any freedom in the house. You start using a kennel. Start feeding them in the kennel. Use the plastic type, not the all-wire type, because all-wire dogs are denning animals. They want to feel safe and secure in what they're in, and so that's why the all, all-wire ones kind of unnerve them. Unless you cover them, but then a lot of people, if you cover it, then they pull the they pull it through and eat the the cover. So that's why you, what you want to do is that you just, uh, if you do have an all wire, then you got to make sure you take boards or cardboard and enclose them, okay? Where the okay. front is just, but um, so that's, that's the main name of the game. You want the kennel to be your friend. You know, when you're home, uh, two, three times a day at least, if not more, uh, pop them in there for a minute here, five minutes there. Uh, at night, they're in a kennel in your bedroom. During the day, you have a kennel downstairs so that you can pop them in, feed them in there, and such like that. They're not wrestling kennels all over the house, all right?
2: Okay.
0: And so that's the main, but you, because every dog needs to be kennel trained, that's going to keep your house in order, and then you're, then you're not going to want to kill the dog for what they got into, or what they got into killed your dog. So that's why kennel is your best friend. And just say it, kennel, be happy about it. Don't go get to your kennel bad dog. Don't be doing that. Just even when I'm mad at my dogs, I just go, kennels, And they race to their kennels like, Okay, she's going to give us a treat. I throw a treat in there. I slam the door. I don't slam that. I shut the door. And then as I'm walking away, Doggone day dogs. You know, so, they, so you're always happy boys to get the dogs in. Now, don't ever say and drag them. Get your okay. kennel. Okay? Okay. Does that help? That helps. Thank you so Uh, much, Katie. You bet. Good luck. uh, If you got any questions, give me a holler, either up at Katie's Canines or uh, email me, okay?
2: I will. Thank you so much, Katie.
0: You bet. Take care, kiddo.
2: You too. Bye-bye.
0: Oh, you got your little notebook. Okay. Look at you. (sighs) Uh, Okay. Uh, Dr. Jess. Okay, puppies. Now, when should a puppy come in for their first exam? Well, it depends on when you get your puppy. Oh, that's true. Okay, eight-week-old pup. Got an eight-week... now Sometimes
3: breeders put uh, uh, some sort of stipulation in the contract where they want the puppy checked out within like 72 hours or something like that. Oh, right. So then you do need to do that. Right, okay. So in general, I think you should have a puppy checked out fairly soon after you get it, and that way you can get all the information about, you know, what you should be feeding and probiotics and all that kind of brouhaha. Uh Uh-huh, brouhaha. Um, But that's not necessarily when you would want to... Get them
0: vaccinated. Okay. So um, go what? ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. But you don't words, want to, it, Words were erupting from your face. No, I was asking Larry and Patty if they wanted a mint. <laughs> just throw mints at them. <laughs> well, Why, I are could, you asking but then uh, there's dogs and that dog might be faster than Larry. <laughs> and then a dog oh, will eat true. the mint. <laughs> and Excellent. then I'll be responsible for getting poor, poor Haley uh, hi- then you just have Is to yell something like yes. heads up Hallie. and hopefully Hallie. people will. Yeah, I know. Him. But anyway, okay. So uh, so they come in for a wellness check Does, yes. just listen. What are we doing with the wellness check? Well, um, you know, after after in
3: practice, um, you know, people would pick their puppy up from the breeder on Saturday, and then right. they'd be in my office Monday morning, saying the breeder said it needs a shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, after making a lot of puppies sick and not having good success doing that, so what I ended up doing was. Not vaccinating them at that f- at that first visit. Right on the vaccine insert, one of the precautions is it tells you not to vaccinate uh, animals who are incubating any disease. Right. But if you've only had that puppy, you got it Saturday. Here it is Monday morning. You don't know if it's incubating a disease. You no. haven't had it for long enough. Okay. Yeah. And at that point, you don't know if it's eating normally, if it's growing normally, if it's gaining weight like it should, if you're having troubles potty training it. Like you haven't had it long enough to know these right. things. Right. Right. So at in my initial exam, I would do. Um, check a poop sample, um, obviously do a physical exam, go through all the health discussion, uh, you know, send people out the door with probiotics and fish oils and raw food. And that's really important. And all the things that they're going to need to keep their puppy healthy and then have them come back two weeks later. So now the puppy is maybe 10 weeks old Okay, yeah. and go through the same rigmarole. So you have to redo the physical exam, do another poop sample because one, one mm-hmm. negative poop sample does not mean that there are no parasites. Mm-hmm. Check another poop sample. Check the puppy again. Make sure the puppy's gaining weight. By that point, the people have had it for a couple of weeks. So that's a good time to have a discussion. Is it sneezing? Is it peeing all over your house? Is mm-hmm. it? That's how
0: you find out if there are things going on. There's a lot of stress when they leave the mom and the litter Oh, sure. That's, and it says on the vial, too, right? Uh, do not vaccinate stressed dogs or something like that. Dogs yep. under stress.
3: Yeah. And so so then at that point, I would vaccinate them. Okay. And so
0: this was back when I was still vaccinating in practice. So mm-hmm. I ended up with a much healthier population right. of animals. Well, that makes a whole lot of sense to me. Because otherwise, you know, leaving mom, leaving the littermates, new house, new people, who the mm-hmm. heck are you? Talk about all this stress. And oh, let's put like five, six diseases into you at the same time.
3: Well, and then, you, you know, because like, like dogs are one of the kinds of animals where... Um, You know, people will rarely buy a horse, put it in the trailer, and then on the way home, they're thinking, okay, where are we going to keep it? (laughs) But people will do that with dogs, right? You get a dog, and then on the way home, you stop at Chuck and Don's, and you're like, okay, we're going to need a collar, and a leash, and some food. Yeah, Very good, yeah. (laughs) Dishes. Yeah. And so it it is kind of one of these, you know, impulse things that people will get
0: without a whole lot of (laughs) forethought. Right, yeah. Planning. Puppies are cute. God knew what he was doing when he made them. Oh, sure. (laughs) Who can resist them? (laughs) So so that's why I think it's really a good idea. So you
3: do want to have your puppy checked out soon after you get it. But even if the breeder has told you that it's due for a vaccine, just wait. Okay. Wait until you've had that puppy a little
0: while. And this is coming from a vet, folks. It's not from me. It's from a person that actually has earned her degree in veterinary medicine. And she's telling you this. That was a long time ago. Yeah, but so... (laughs) Hey, I'm still 23. So Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, wow.
3: As I well, might the, be older
0: than you. Yeah, but no, see, now remember the thing. It's be oh, Too many people spend the time trying to be younger than what they are. So you say, see, I'm going to be 73 this year. Okay, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I don't get the logic. Because so now you're I, trying to be older than you well, are. No, look at this. Everybody tries to do Botox and stuff like that to look like the 23. Okay, so I'm gonna be 63, right? But if I say I'm gonna be 73, now come on, tell me that oh, I you're look 73. See, hello. Without any surgery, I had got a good compliment. See you know, how that Cher works? Chair has not had any yeah, surgery either. Oh yeah, right. yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you got to be older than what you are because then you're gonna look doggone good. Okay. See, so I'm going to be 73 this year, and doggone proud of it. And then if I don't make 73 in reality, I can always say, "Well, I got to say the word 73." <laughs> but anyway, okay. Sorry, we diverted from the Yeah. So. so
3: I think that's basically what people need to know about puppies: is don't don't rush into vaccination. Do any doing anything to them. Until you have had them for a while, you've got them in a good diet, you've got them on some probiotics and fish oils, and you know a little bit more about about them.
0: And the stress factor is now they've had two weeks to wait, you know, get to know who you are, and so they're they're, they're, there.
3: Because, I mean, it is stressful too, and I think because of the the lack of preparation a lot of times. And so saying we're going to get a puppy is a lot different from when you actually get
0: that puppy and you find out that, guess what? Little puppies don't sleep through the night. No, they don't. That's why I keep so, them in a kennel next to your bed so you can tap it. And If you get a puppy and they go to bed about nine 10. they're going to wake up between 1, 2 for potty and then 5, 6. And also, guys, puppies do not know what weekends are. So don't think that you get to sleep in on the weekends, all right? I had an email from somebody asking that. How can we train them on the weekends not to wake up so early? That is a really good idea. And if he, you
3: figure that out, let me yeah. know. Katie, but then we got to go break.
0: Oh, we got go to go break. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry about that. Okay, I was going to say, though, we have to retrain them. All right. I said to get a goldfish. But anyway, okay, what, what is a frog's favorite outdoor game? What is a frog's favorite outdoor game? Be back. Yes, we're live out at Roseville, in Roseville at Chuck and Don's. Please stop on by. They've got four gift baskets, two dog baskets, and a cat basket, two cat baskets. Stop in. Uh, you got Winners have to be present. You sign your, uh, put, put in your name in the drawing, and we're going to give them out every half hour until we uh, are done with the show, okay? So stop on by. That's at the Roseville Chuck and Don's off of Snelling and County Road C. And uh, say hi to us, me, Dr. Jess, and, and Alexis Thompson is here doing this show review psychic. And whether you want a reading from her or if you got a, if you want to do a reading for your pet, you know, stop on by. And so and we're also here for the Pinky Swear Foundation, okay? That's pinkyswear.org. Uh, Mitch Chapulkus, Uh he died of cancer. And he made his dad uh, do Pinky Swear Promise uh, with him to continue to help children with cancer and their families by providing immediate needs support and unique family programs. And right now, Pinky Swear has been since 2003, and they have uh, helped 15,000, over 15,000 families. And uh, from since 2003, they have raised over $15 million you know, to help it. And Nutrisource has committed to over a five-year period to donate $1 million to Pinkyswear.org, and what, how you can, uh, if you go to Pinkyswear.org, you'll find uh, they have a lot of resources. And, w- and let's say you're having trouble paying your rent. Um, as far as you de- your, someone in your house is dealing with cancer, you're having trouble with it. They can help you with rent. Uh, let's say your car broke, uh, you don't have the finances. They can help you with that. Let's say you need groceries, food on the table for their whatever, for the yourself or for the uh, the animals. They can help you with that. Uh, they have payments for bills if you can't make those. So it's really important. Go to Pinkyswear dot org. If you can't make it down to Chuck and Don's, you can donate online at PinkySwear.org dot org. And NutraSource, uh, I mean Chuck and Don's for every bay for one week for every bay that a NutraSource that is sold at a Chuck and Don's, all the Chuck and Don's stores, they're gonna donate a dollar to uh, Pinky swear. So I mean, I tip my hat to uh, Chuck and Don's, and that that, uh, that is fantastic to do that. So, so there you go. Now you know what I know. Oh, I forgot to give the the riddle. Okay, what I, what is a frog's favorite Outdoor game. Okay, we'll go. Uh oh, (laughs) check them back to you. Either way. Okay. Okay.
4: I've got two answers.
0: Okay, Carly, we'll start with you. I forgot about you last time, so.
4: Um, I frog's favorite outdoor game. Okay, leapfrog. Yes.
0: Oh, that's a, that, that would, that I don't would know. work. Hopscotch. Hopscotch. Ooh, that's, oh, that's another a good, good one. one. <laughs> okay. Oh,
4: those were both my answers. <laughs> oh, were they really? <laughs> really? The <laughs> frog we're and hopscotch. So smart. Yeah.
0: What's uh, the real answer? Yeah. yeah. You ready? Probably Coke not. K. Oh. Coke. Our K. answers were so much yes. better. I
2: think we need to just.
0: To rewrite which that which answer
1: is right. Hey,
0: this is good. we got a lot of answers for the same joke. Right, I I like know. cards against humanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs>
1: there you, totally go. there you go, there totally
0: what we need to do. Oh, I know. Okay, we got a question here in audience. Ma'am? No, <laughs> there you go. Hi, what's your name? Patty. And where are you from?
1: Um, New Brighton.
0: Hold it up close to your mouth. New Brighton. All right. And Patty, what do you have a question about?
1: Well, I'd like to have the doc explain something about the tighter...
0: Test Ooh, and question. vaccines. Uh, 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 what is a titer test, or or how, how they do it? And,
1: and uh, what is the vaccine? What is the vaccine? My brain went dead. Rabies. Rabies vaccine. You Thank okay. you. Okay. Yeah, if you could give, because there's a lot of stuff out there that people need to know.
0: <clears throat> That's very true. There you go. Okay, you're on. Good question.
3: Yay. Um, okay, so there are titers available for uh, some of the more common diseases that we vaccinate against. So, for example, in dogs, you can check a titer for distemper, parvo, and rabies. And a titer is just a blood sample that is sent into a lab, and the lab comes back and says, you have this many antibodies against this disease. Um, so if there, there's one... There's one lab out there that is doing a positive and negative, but that's not a good answer. What you want is a number. So when you get that number, it will be a ratio, and it'll say like 1 to 32 or 1 to 512 or something like that. And then the laboratory has this artificial limit where they say, oh, but you need this many antibodies to be protected, and if it's under this number, then you're not going to be protected, which is nonsense. Any measurable titer is a good titer. So any measurable titer indicates that your body has been able to produce antibodies against XYZ disease, and you will likely be protected.
1: And now you're saying the lab would be the manufacturer
3: of the vaccine? Oh, no. No, they're, yeah, they're laboratory. Like the laboratory that I routinely send my samples to, I use Marshfield Labs. They have titer tests on their schedule. Now, all the rabies titers are run through Kansas State University, uh, the veterinary diagnostic lab there. So that's the only lab in the country, as far as I know, that does rabies titers. But even then, you know, they, came, they come back with this. They'll give you the result, and they'll, they'll say this dog has X number of antibodies, and then they tell you above this number is considered to be protective. It's, not necessarily
1: dogs. it's all cats and dogs, all worm-blooded animals?
3: Um, yeah, but I think, like, they're, you're mostly going to test cats
0: and dogs. You could probably you could do test horses people. as well. Yeah, no, they have do test vets, for people, too. Okay, vets have to get a rabies shot. You, yes. You, the people vet. Okay? Yes. Okay, do you have to do to pull titers on yourself um, to see I, if you still... You
3: don't have to. Okay. You but, don't have to do anything. Okay, but no, um, I, mean, I I had my titer checked once. I was at a conference after I graduated, and they were offering rabies titers for free, so right. I did it. Okay. And my titer was high. So all I all right. don't, I, you don't have to keep checking these things. You do it once, one and done. All you're looking for is proof that your body is able to produce antibodies. Once you get that answer and you say, yes, I can, then you're done. But what I was
1: getting at is what happens if you have overabundance of the vaccine in your system?
3: Uh, There's no way to measure that.
1: They're saying that dogs and cats are dying from cancer, from developing all of these uh,
3: antibodies from the vaccines. I don't know if it's from developing antibodies. There's, um, because when you're looking at these antibodies, you're looking for antibodies against a specific virus versus all the other stuff that's in vaccines that is carcinogenic, right? Things like mercury, aluminum, formaldehyde, preservatives, whatever makes it pink, you know, all these things are being injected along with the inactivated virus. So, um, so I don't think there's, there's any way to measure that. Like you could not use a titer as a way to say, is my dog over-vaccinated? Is my dog likely to develop cancer as a result of this? There's no way to look at that. Is that what you were thinking about? Well yeah, I was just, I was just trying to figure
1: out, because there's so much information out there that you can't, it's hard to, to uh, differentiate what's true and what's not.
3: Um, yeah, I guess that that is true. Thanks to the Internet. Yeah. (laughs) But but that's but that's basically what titers are about. You're asking a very specific question and you're getting a very specific answer. So there's nothing. it, It has no
0: bearings on anything else. There's nothing general about it. Okay, no, with the titer testing, they, they draw blood, and then they uh, so you get a test against parvo and distemper. How often do you do titer tests if you choose to do that instead of vaccinations? Just do, do it once. Just do it once. Yeah. And then that's good for the life of the pet then? Yeah, because all you're looking for is proof that
3: your body is able to produce antibodies. Once you demonstrate that, ta-da! Right. You have that ability. Okay. And then unless you develop some horrendous autoimmune disease or get, like, whole body radiation or something like that, in
0: which case you wouldn't be able to be vaccinated anyway, you will always be able to produce antibodies. Okay, I had a a client said that her vet did a titer on her dog Mm -hmm. and that the titers came low. So he strongly advised to re-vaccinate her dog. But were the titers still measurable? They were, uh, well, measurable. She just said that, they, that he said their titers were on the low side. If As long as they're measurable, any
3: titer is a good titer. Okay. I was just reading an article by uh, Jean Dodds this morning
0: and. Uh, you know that's that's what she
3: says as okay. well, and she knows way more about the stuff Dodd, than I do.
0: You want to learn about shots? Jean J E A N and D O D D S. Yeah, she's awesome.
3: Yeah, so she's been going around the world recently talking about over vaccination and uh, if we can kind of back off the vaccines. But everything that comes out of her mouth is, you know,
0: backed up by years of research. She's not making this stuff up. Okay. Okay, we're gonna run here. Okay, you ready for this one? This is honor of our our black guest that we have here and I forgot what his name is. What's your puffer cat's Bo. Bo, that's it, Bo. Okay, when is it bad luck to see a black cat? When is it bad luck to see a black cat? Be back. Hey, thank you for tuning into the KDK nine show. I'm here every Sunday forty six. Yes, I will be live and in person. Well not in person, just live on the air on Easter Sunday. Hope is gonna be working because uh Carly is going swishing. Aren't you Carly? Well,
4: I'm a, yeah, I'm
1: going to be with my family, so. Oh, yeah,
0: I thought you were going swishing skiing. No. Oh, I thought you were going skiing. No, that was the other day. Oh, that was yeah. <laughs> Who knows?
1: I might I go. Get, I'm we'll so see.
0: confused. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Say, uh, stop in at the Chuck and Roseville store. Uh, come on in and register to win. we got some uh, prize, uh, two, or two <laughs> dog <laughs> basket prizes and two cat basket prizes so you just register you have to be here to win so stop on in and register i bet the nutrasource booth where they're giving away free samples and are back here in the back of the store where alexis thompson is here doing the show reviews psychic right next to where dr jessica levy and myself are talking on the radio and we got some people in here so i'll let now you guys got to let everybody ready to clap okay we're gonna scare the dogs i got a feeling like, okay that'll make sure that i'm not just saying it okay ready clap guys there we go. See, we got people here. Yay yes. Yay there you go. Okay, so ready for this? Okay, let's see. When is it uh, bad luck to see a black cat? When is it bad luck to see a black cat? Okay, wait a minute. I'm gonna go to Carly first.
1: I mean, isn't it Friday the 13th?
0: No. Well, that could well that could be that, that too. Ours? That's superstition. No. Okay. Okay, Dr. Jess.
3: I, I have no idea. I'm staying out okay. of this one. And then Polly is raising his <laughs> head yes, yes,
0: high I'm and ready. proud. Okay, Polly, here we go.
4: Based on the past jokes, okay. Yes. Uh, my guess is during a catastrophe.
0: Ooh, Ooh, that was good, Polly. That is really that was good. Real good. I, I, you should I, be I, writing your own <laughs> joke book. I said
2: that you're going to be rewriting <laughs> oh this goodness. book. Yeah.
0: Okay. What it is? When is it bad luck to see a black cat? When you're a mouse. Oh. Uh, but isn't that Come on, people. It's called Laugh Out Loud Animal Jokes for Kids. There you go. Uh That's the issue right there. (laughs) Right.
3: (laughs) Oh well, that was a much better okay catastrophe. I like that one. That is that is very good. That is very good. I'm impressed. (laughs) That is.
0: I should be putting those. You should be writing those down next to the one. Right. Please do. Yeah. (laughs) Just take take the book home with you. (laughs) Write your answers in the (laughs) (laughs) margins. There (laughs) you go. Like you just get your own in your office. (laughs) You can sit and put your own. Okay. There you go. Don't be surprised. Keep an eye on your box. Okay, we're at live at Roseville, Chuck and Don's. Please stop on down. Be greatly appreciated to see all your lovelies and, and meet some of you guys and talk uh, talk dogs. And remember, uh, Alex Thompson is here doing the show Review Psychic. And whether you want a reading for yourself or for uh, for your puppers or your kitties or whatever, we got a kitty that is sitting on a gal's lap. Um, and what's your cat's name? Laszlo. Laszlo? Whatever happened to Frank or Sam? You yeah, know, <laughs> or Bo, or Bo. <laughs> Laszlo, this cat is two years old, and my Jiminy Christmas, he's just laying on his gal's lap like, la, la, la. He's got a dog to the right of him, a dog to the left of him, people all around him, and this cat is like, okay, share your drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, boy, that that is awesome. Beautiful white cat with a little bit of, uh, uh, y- oh, we got a hiss from him. We got a hiss. There you go. But no, but that's it. That's pretty cool. Okay, what we got back at the studio there? Carly?
1: Well, we have someone on the line who would like to just tell the story about her experience
0: with shots and her kind of older dog. Okay. Her name is Alice. Alice, huh? Yes. Hi, Alice. Welcome to the show. Thanks for calling in.
4: Hi. I, I wanted to make a comment. Um, I bought a dog in 04 um, in Ramsey, and I took it to Apache Vet because you have to have them examined so many days after you buy them Mm -hmm. and when i went to leave the doctor called me back and said we just realized we double shot your dog Mm -hmm. we didn't realize that charity had some of these shots he said but don't worry about it it's not going to be a problem Mm-hmm. 13 months later, I took my dog, and she was walking funny and throwing up, and when he took an x-ray of her, he she, it was all white. He said, we cannot see one organ. She is so full of cancer, we can't even find an organ. Oh, my. And she, and so we had to put her down that day, But and I oh. think it was from being double shot at the vet.
0: Well, anything's possible. Yeah, it really is, but that's but the she thing. She was
4: three when she died. Just okay. Turn three. Oh wow! So I just wanted to make that comment.
0: And it's a possibility, though, because of the stuff what that goes into making shots, right, Dr. Jess?
3: Right, but it, but that can happen after one vaccine as well. Yes. So yeah,
0: it doesn't have to be doubled up. I mean, up. The more vaccines is not better. I'll grant right. you that. But that's right. a very good thing. That's a very good thing to bring up. Is that some people out of the mis uh, m- misconception that the more vaccine, the higher the immune system it makes the immune system better is that true no okay no but
3: vaccines don't do anything for your immune system vaccines don't make you healthy um they're not you know in your favor okay so with with every vaccine that you're considering you have to think about the risk versus the benefit so we don't want our dogs to get parvo um, but you just have to be aware that the vaccine also packs a punch, mm-hmm. and then you know don't do that again.
0: Yeah. Well, they, and if a dog has a rea- or a cat has a reaction to a shot, then it's time to quit. Time to quit because the old statement like with the horses and that was next time we'll give them Benadryl. Oh, sure. We used to do that with
3: dogs, too. Um, So, you know, with dogs, uh, I guess, you know, if they had a vaccine reaction, well, the next time we'd give them Benadryl before vaccinating. And then if they still had a reaction, we'd give them Benadryl and steroids before vaccinating. And then one day I realized that that was, um, you know, I I would not take Benadryl so I could go do something (laughs) life-threatening. Like, it turns out it's just stupid Uh because it's wishful thinking. Like, you're crossing your fingers. Well, gosh, maybe nothing will happen this time. Yeah, but on the other hand, you could end up with, you know, the death of somebody's pet or,
0: you know, thousands of dollars in vet bills. One thing that I want people to realize is that you went to school to be a conventional, you were a conventional vet before holistic, correct? How many years were you a conventional vet?
3: Uh, Well, I was in practice, I'm I'm a slow learner, so I was in (laughs) practice for about five years before I realized that drugs uh, did not cure my patients.
0: Okay, and then you looked into, you went to pick Karen, right? Yep,
3: then I ran off and studied homeopathy.
0: You ran off? you didn't amble you no ran. i did not amble <laughs> <laughs> so cuz you're a rarity because you've seen that you did work with the con- you know the conventional side and then you crossed The bridge, you know, to the holistic side, to the dark side, yes. (laughs) (laughs) But because I just wish, why there's not more true holistic vets out there. But in order to be a vet, I think we discussed this. Discussed it. (laughs) Thank you. That's really good. (laughs) But Eddie should be writing some jokes. (laughs) (laughs) But Eddie, that um, to in order to become, that's what Dr. Karen Becker. She had to become a conventional vet to get her Doctor of Veterinary Medicine and to be called, you know. And then she became, went to school to become holistic. Right,
3: although I, I've met people who are much smarter than I am, and they realize while they're in vet school that they don't want to practice conventional medicine. Mm-hmm. So they'll go through it to get the degree, and then right away just start doing other things. The homeopathic. So, I, yeah, I mean, it took me yeah. a while to figure out that drugs
0: were, were yeah. out the way. But yeah, but it, it, five years, I don't think that's at long. At least it wasn't 15 years. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> So, anyway, hey, once want to remind you, come on out, register to win some really cool gift bags, uh, baskets, I should say, uh, from Chuck and Don's. And we got Nutrisource out here handing out free samples of their great food. So, stop into the Rosedale or Rosedale Roseville Chuck and Don's. And we're going to come back, and we're going to have some more uh, for you. And so, let's see, what else can we do? What do you call an elephant that's never taken a bath? What do you call an elephant that's never taken a bath? We'll be back.